Bismillah ar-Rahman ar-Rahim In the name of Allah, the most beneficent, the most merciful The Islamic Propagation Office at Rabwa www.islamhouse.com Is pleased to present to you this lecture A'udhu billahi s-sabiyyil alim al-shaytan ar-rajim Bismillah ar-Rahman ar-Rahim Inna alhamdulillah Nahmaduhu wa nista'inu wa nista'firuhu نعوذ بالله من شرور انفسنا ومن سيئات اعمالنا من يهده الله فلا مضل له ومن يضلل فلا هادي له اشهد ان لا اله الا الله وحده لا شريك له واشهد ان محمدا عبده ورسوله صلى الله عليه وسلم يا ايها الذين امنوا اتقوا الله حق تقاته ولا تموتن الا وانتم مسلمون يا ايها الناس اتقوا ربكم الذي خلقكم من نفس واحده وخلق منها زوجها وبث منهما رجالا كثيرا ونساء فاتقوا الله الذي تساءلون به والارحام ان الله كان عليكم رقيبا يا ايها الذين امنوا اتقوا الله وقولوا قولا سديدا يصلح لكم اعمالكم ويغفر لكم ذنوبكم ومن يطع الله ورسوله فقد فاز فوزا عظيما اما بعد فان اصدق الحديث كلام الله وخير الهدي هدي محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم شر الامور محدثاتها فإن كل محدثة بدعة وكل بدعة ضلالة وكل ضلالة في النار وإنما توعدون الآت وما أنتم بمعجزين. I praise Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and he's the only one worthy of praise. I seek his help, his guidance and his forgiveness for me and for you and for all the Muslims. I believe in him and I trust him and I seek refuge on Almighty Allah from the evil of our passion. Indeed, whomsoever Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala died him to Islam, no one can mislead him after Allah, and whomsoever Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala put him in place, no one can guide him after Allah. I testify openly that there is no deity worthy of worship except Allah Rabbil Alameen, and I testify that Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam is his messenger and the seat of all the prophets. For Muslims, you must know that the best speech is the speech of Almighty Allah al-Quran. The best guidance is the course of the Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, his sunnah. The work of all affairs is innovation and fabrication and addition to the religion of Islam. Indeed, every addition to the religion of Islam leads to welfare. I repeat again, indeed, every addition to the religion of Islam will lead to hellfire. I repeat again and I explain it a little bit. Indeed, every addition to the religion of Islam, regardless of this addition in the belief, or addition in the practice, or addition in the saying and the vicar, any addition to the religion of Islam will lead to hellfire. Uh, Insha'Allah, our uh, last lecture for today is considered concerning the Tazkiyah. And I would like to explain to you first what is Tazkiyah. Tazkiyah is a Tahara or a Numu or a Zakat, a a which is supposed to mean purification. Okay? Purification or to grow or to be far from deficiency and sick and also means sifting and cleaning and all the things come uh, under the meaning of Tazkiyah. 
So the tazkiyah means how to clean your heart, how to profile your soul, how to make your, your, your soul grow and love the good and hate the bad. This is basically what the tazkiyah is about. Something zaki is something good, something good. Tazkiyah means purification, profile, to clean, to make something good, to make it good, okay? And what we do actually to the animal when we slaughter it, we call tazkiyah. That means to make it halal, to make it good, okay? To make all this filth and all this blood come out of it, so now this is zakah. And the zakah, which is what a portion of the money that you take out of your wealth and give to the poor, is called also tazkiyah, because it makes you grow, or make your wealth grow, or make your blessings with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So all this meaning comes under the word of Tazkiyah. The importance of Tazkiyah in Islam, in actuality, the deen of Islam, the religion of Islam, solely came for the purpose of to elevate us, to purify us, to clean us, to make us a better human being. So this is the purpose of Islam, is how to make the human being stop being greedy, from being selfish, thinking about only themselves, only thinking about this life, how to get closer to Allah, how you can care for your Muslim brother, okay, that none of you will be a believer until he loves his Muslim brother, what he loves for himself. The whole thing is about how to make you good person. It was talking picture about human relationship, because this is part of it, okay? How to be good, how to improve yourself, how to elevate yourself, how to become a person who is for others, feel for others. And the Prophet came, the example of the believers, okay, is the way how they care for one another, assist one another, help one another. مثل المؤمنين في توازنهم وتراحمهم وتعاطفهم كمثل الجسد الواحد. إذا اشتكى منه عضو تداعى له سائر الجسد بالسهر والحمى أو كما قال صلى الله عليه وسلم The likeness of the believer The way how they care for one another Love one another Assist one another like one body If one member of this body suffers The whole body will suffer We are not going to come to this stage Until we profile ourselves We care for one another Help one another Assist one another That when somebody crying As if means crying when somebody hears, this is you hear, not him or her, that all of us hear. This is the way what we call about how to feel for one another, or care for one another. And this is not going to come until we elevate ourselves. And it says only I love myself, only give me, give me, give me, 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 me. No, you try to care for others, to think for others, to assist others, to think for about and caring for others, all the things. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is telling us about this nature of this being and what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala do for the Muslims in this surah al-Baqarah, surah number 2, verse number 2, 57, Allah waliyu al-lazina amin, yukhrijuhum min al-zulumati ila al-nur, wal-lazina kafaru awliyaum mutahu, yukhrijunahum min al-nur ila al-zulumati, that Allah is the friend, Allah is the wali, Allah is the protector of who? Alladheena amanu. So only through Iman, through Iman, 
Allah will be our dwelling. Allah will be our protector. And if Allah became your protector, if Allah became your wali, if Allah became your friend, what he will do to you? يُخْرِجْهُمْ مِنَ الظُّلُمَاتِ إِلَى النُّورِ This is the tadkiyah. Okay? This is the purification. This is the improvement and uplifting for your soul. So Allah will get you out of the darknesses and put you away the light. Allah waliyu ladina amanu yukhrijuhum min al-zulumati ila al-nur. Allah is the friend and the wali, the protector of those who believe. He will keep them out of the darkness to the light. And this is the highest way of purification and tzikiyah. Because as long you live in darkness, living in slavery, you selfishness, only thinking of your only kid, you still living in this darkness. But when you became a mu'min, you became a believer, you became a Muslim, now Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will snatch you out of the darkness, out of the jahiliyyah, out of this worry, and out of this problem that have no end. And he will put you up in the light. And Allah say, out of the darkness to the light. So the light is only one, my brothers and sisters, but the darkness is many. The jahiliyyah is a lot. The problem, the corruption, the deviation is a lot. But the al-Mustaqim is one, the way to Allah is one. You see? But only when you submit yourself willingly to Allah, now Allah will take you and guide you. Allah will guide you to what? There is only one. There is only one way. There is no tariqah. There is no tariqah. There is only one tariq called as al-Mustaqim, which every day, every Muslim calling in Allah saying what? Ihdin as-Sirat al-Mustaqim. Don't say, guide us to Surat al-Mustaqim. Guide us to the way, but it says, guide us to what? This is the way, the straight way. Number one, qualification is what? Is one way. Number two is what? Is the straight, is not crooked. And this right away tells you that there is no tariqah in Islam. This one is Naqshabandi, this one is Ma'ili, this one is Haruri, and this one is all kind of Torah. Okay? There is only one thing. One way to Allah. One way to paradise. And this is called Sirat Mustaqim. And Allah said, وَالَّذِينَ كَفَرُوا أَوْلِيَاءُهُمُ الطَّاغُوتِ Their friends is the shaitan, is the taghut, is the kafir, is the other one. What do you do to them? يُخْرِجُونَهُمْ مِنَ النُّورِ إِلَى الظُّرُمَةِ When Allah is not your friend, now everything else will be your friend. The shaitan, the kafir, the money, the women, the drugs, the tariqah, the shaykh, the sufis, the everything name it. And what they will do to you? They will get you out of the light and put you in the darkness phase. Darkness phase is many, but light is one. وَالَّذِينَ كَفَرُوا أَوْلِيَاءُهُمْ أَطَّعُونَ Those who transgress the limits of Allah. Those who make their own ways in the deen. Okay? Taha, transgressor. Okay? أَوْلِيَاءُهُمْ أَطَّعُونَ يُخْرِجُونَهُمْ مِنَ النُّورِ وَالْأَذْبُرُمَاتِ in actuality, my brothers and sisters, the tazkiyah and the uplifting for your soul and the spiritual upliftment is the main purpose of this deen and this is the dua of the Prophet Ibrahim alayhi salam. 
the Prophet Ibrahim all the way down was calling in Allah for Tazkiyah, for this Ummah. As Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said in Surah Al-Baqarah verse 129 O Allah send among them a messenger who will recite on them your verses and teach them the book and the wisdom and uplift and providing, and cleansing, and the care for them. So this is the du'a of Ibrahim, and this is the job of the Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Messenger, to do what? To do what? You have all this job, all this qualification. Number one, يَطْلُوا عَلَيْهِمْ آيَاتِ He recites the verses of Allah to them. وَيُعَلِّمُهُمُ الْكِتَابِ He teaches them the Qur'an and teaches them the hikmah which is the sunnah of the Prophet sallallahu and what else? وَيُزَكِّيهِمْ To elevate them to provide them to clean them get them out of the jahiliyyah and get them to the Islam get them from the tariqah and put them in the sirat This is the shaf of the Prophet Muhammad sallallahu He didn't come only to recite the Qur'an but one of the main jobs of the Prophet ﷺ is the tazkiyah, the purification of the soul, to get you closer to Allah. So when you make your own way, how to get closer to Allah, and how you profile yourself, you say the Prophet ﷺ didn't do his job. Now you understand how serious it is? When you think in Islam, and the sunnah of the Prophet Muhammad does not have the way of tazkiyah and all what I need are blessing and I need a spiritual cleaning and I need to understand to be close to Allah we say this in the Quran and in the sunnah and if somebody thinks that is not there he invented a new way he's saying that the Prophet didn't do his job how he dare to make a statement like this saying, I never think this but do you know what they say in America? I know I'm not in America, I'm in Canada. But they say action is louder than what? The word. So you're saying it's not saying this, but your action for inventing a different way, you think the Prophet didn't do his job. Yatlu alayhim ayatik. Recite the verses of Allah. Wa yu'allimhum kutushizim al-kitab, the Quran. And al-shikmah, the wisdom. And what? Why is the key? To uplift him or to cleanse him, provide him. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says in Surah Al-Shams, قَدْ أَسْلَحَ مَنْ ذَكَّهَا وَقَدْ خَابَ مَنْ ذَكَّهَا Allah is saying about the next. Okay? Your soul. وَنَفْسٍ وَمَا سَوَّاهَا فَأَلْهَمَهَا فُجُورَهَا وَتَقْوَاهَا that Allah is the one who created this soul, okay? And Allah has given this soul the choice between right and wrong. You have both ways. You be in the mosque or you be in the nightclub. You be in marriage or you be a boyfriend and girlfriend. You be in halal or you're going to be in riba. Allah gave you both ways. 
وهديناه النجدين اوكي ونفس ومتواها فالهمها فجورها وتقواها ذا واي تو هيل فاير اند ذا ويل تو باراديز ذا واي فور بيرفيكيشن اند ذا واي فور ديستراكشن اند الله سين افتر ذيس قد اسلحها انديد سكسس ذا وان هو هو بروفايد هيمسلف اوكي So the success, my brothers and sisters, for the one who provides soul, he cleans his heart, jealous, envy, hatred, suspicion, who cleans his tongue from lying and backbiting, slander, who cleans his head from stealing, hurting the Muslim, who cleans his limbs from everything that displeases Allah. God has laha man zakaha. Success to the one who provides his soul. Success is the one who cleans his heart. Because this is the most important part. Indeed, in the heart is mudra, in the heart is mudra. If it is done, it is done with all the heart. And if it is done, it is done with all the heart. Indeed, there is a part in the body. If it is good, the whole body will be good. And if it is corrupted, the whole body will be corrupted. Indeed, this is the heart. He's the king. Everything else is the soldier. Wherever the king leads, all the soldiers, the army follow. You see? So, profine your soul. Profine yourself. Cleanse your heart. This what is the main thing of a stand and is no success for a Muslim until he cleans himself. And if you clean your soul, if you clean your heart, If you be good Muslim, now all the other limbs are going to be good because you clean the inside. But if you get only be concerned about the outside and you don't work about the inside, it's not going to help. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala wants us to clean our heart, to purify our soul because the success lies in perfection and purify and lifting our soul. And this is the da'wah, the invitation of Musa to Pharaoh when he said to him in Surah Al-Naji'ad, verse number 15, هل لك إلى أن تزكى وأهديك إلى ربك فتخشى. Would you let me lead you or teach you to something that will purify your soul. So purification of the soul, cleanliness of the heart, Improving oneself and personality, it is a part and the foundation of an Islam. And Islam came for nothing except to make you a good Muslim. To make you a good Muslim. Good with Allah, good with your parents, good with yourself, good with your family, good to your neighbor and a good citizen. This is what Islam is about. How to make a good person out of you. But the question is, We know the importance of purifying ourselves, cleaning and uplifting and spiritual, but how we can do this? Now, listen very carefully. If you're from Bosnia, from Chechnya, from uh, wherever that you ask it, or you know about these things happening in your country, in Pakistan, in Arabia, wherever you are, listen very carefully. Okay? Because this is a question. The people who have tarifas and they live with tarifas and all what they know tarifas, this man has this tarifa to do to walk on the fire. This man has this tarifa 
to stay in, 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 in a dark room. And this man, he has tariqa to stay uh, six thousand, uh, thousand times. And this one has his tariqa that, you, uh, that you, you kill a chicken and after this you put blood in your, your body. Everybody has his own way how you're going to provide yourself. And this one, you don't eat meat all your life, okay, or for six months. And this one, don't go to your wife. And this one, don't understand, don't break good or clean clothes. Be understand or go to live in the desert. Go live between the... Everybody has his own tariqa. How we can provide ourselves? This is the push. I will tell you. Number one. Aisha, may Allah be busy with her. Spell it out. That Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam telling us Man amila amala laika alayhi hadyuna fahuwa rad. This is a golden rule. Put it in your hand. Never let it go. You need it every time. Whosoever do any action, whosoever do any action in this deed, not in accordance with the teaching of the Prophet is rejected. Can you understand this? If you can understand this, you'll be a king. That means if you do anything, it's not according to Islam, it's not according to the Sunnah, it's not going to be accepted, rejected. Do you understand this now? If you pray but you don't pray like the way of the Prophet, your prayer is not accepted. If you make high and your Hajj is not according to the way of the Prophet, your Hajj is not accepted. If you make zikr and your zikr is not according to the zikr of the Prophet, it's not accepted. If you try to profile your soul, profile in a different way from the Prophet, it's not accepted. Any deed has to be what? According the way of the Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Listen to this Yahudi. This is Jew. He said to Salman al-Pharisee, mocking him like, making fun of him, eh? Like some people can make fun of you. Hey guys, what's this stuff in your face, okay? Or what's this goofy wearing? What, what's this stuff that this, uh, this stuff you put in it? You look ugly like this. So this Yahudi will make it fun. And making fun of the believer, the Muslim, is always there. And even if you look at the Quran, وَإِذَا مَرُّوا بِهِمْ يَتَغَى مَزُودٌ وَإِذَا انْقَلَبُوا إِلَىٰ أَهْلِهِمْ انْقَلَبُوا فَاكِهِينَ Allah records this in the Quran. When the Muslim is the time of the Prophet Muhammad Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, Yes, the Muslim. Yes, the Muslim. Yes, the Muslim. Yes, the Muslim. Look at him, okay? وَإِذَا انْقَلَبُوا إِلَىٰ أَهْلِهِمْ And when they go to their houses, you make fun, hey, I saw this man today with the understand, with a long thing in his face, I looked at his sister with just some... He's making fun. Even in the time of the Prophet Sallallahu he's recorded in the Quran. So what you worry about people laughing at you, let them laugh. فَالْيَوْمَ الَّذِينَ آمَنُوا مِنَ الْكُفَّارِ يَبْحَقُونَ Allah saying, He gives you back. In the day of judgment, Allah will make you laugh at them. And who's the winner? The one who can laugh the last. Yes, because they laugh at us now, but they don't have it. But later when we laugh at them, they don't have a chance to laugh at us. So Allah says, don't worry about it. In the day of judgment, you be laughing at them. Okay? So this, this Yahudi making fun of Salman al-Fatih saying, oh, 
فقد علمكم نبيكم كل شيء حتى الخرقة. Your prophet taught you everything even how to go to the bathroom. You see? This Yahudi making fun of Salman al-Farisi say, Your prophet taught you everything حتى الخرقة. Even the way how you go to the bathroom. But Salman al-Farisi, he didn't take it as a joke. He said, yes, yes indeed. The Prophet taught us everything, even the way how to use the bathroom. And he told us when we go to use the bathroom, we don't make a stranger with our right hand. You see? He taught us not to make a stranger clean our private parts with bones. He taught us not to face the Qibla when, or to put our back to the Qibla. Yes, indeed. Why did he do this, my brothers and sisters, tonight? That means the Prophet had taught us everything. Even the bathroom, how to use it. And if the Prophet taught us even how to use the bathroom, he's not going to tell you how to clean your soul and purify your soul. Only he taught you about how to clean your private part, and he's not going to teach you how to purify your heart and your soul. No way. No way. Okay? A person can go buy a shakwa, and after this you could not buy and understand the ice cream cone for, for a dollar. You believe this? You look, man, you put a shakwa. But after this, can you buy it? No, I don't have, I, I could not. I'm a poor man. He believes this. So that means if the person taught you even the simplest thing, he's supposed to be teaching what is more great. So, never ever try to believe that the Prophet ﷺ left us without teaching us how to do anything to bring us closer to Allah. Indeed, the Prophet ﷺ told us, I never left anything bring you closer to Allah, except I have told you about it. And I didn't neglect anything which takes you away from Allah, except I warn you about it. Allah revealed in Quran, اليوم أتملت لكم دينكم وأتملت عليكم نعمتي ورضيت لكم إسلام دينكم. Today, I completed my favor in you, perfected my religion for you. And I accept the Islam as a religion for you. How Allah will say the deen is complete, and after this shaykh so and so coming with a new tariqah, so how you going to get closer to Allah? So your shaykh, your tariqah, your imam telling you that Allah is not saying the truth. Because Allah say, I complete the deen, but the shaykh is coming with a new tariqah. How you can be closer to Allah? Because the whole thing you want, Purify yourself so you can get closer to Allah. So, what is the thing the Quran is about? It's to bring us closer to Allah. Huh? Put the Quran in action. Live the life of the Prophet Muhammad Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, and see how you're going to get closer to Allah. No. The problem that we are not putting our deen in action. Therefore, we think that we don't have enough, so we're waiting for Sheikh so-and-so, and Imam so-and-so, and Mawlana so-and-so, and Beer so-and-so, and all these things to go to teach us how to get closer to Allah, and how to provide ourselves. No. Allah say, I complete the religion. Any Muslim who believes that the religion is complete, they have to understand that the means and the way of everything to please Allah, to bring you closer to Allah, to provide your soul, clean your heart, is an Islam. The reputation of the soul comes through two things. One is to do what Allah commands, and number two is stay away from what Allah forbids. It's that simple. 
This is the only way. This is the only way to be Abdullah. To be beloved by Allah. For Allah to protect you. For Allah to love you. For Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to get closer to you. For Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to answer your prayer. Work hard about these two things. And this is Do what Allah says do. And stay away from what Allah says. Stay away from it. I'm going to mention about main three ways in Islam how a person can provide himself and improve his deeds and get closer to Allah and have his skin. Number one, and the most important one, is the belief and the tawheed. The belief and the tawheed in Allah in his attributes, in his qualities, is the most important element of Tazkiyah. It's the most important way for improvement and cleanse yourself and get closer to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Because when you know that Allah is Allah, Allah is the King. Allah is the Creator. Allah is the giver. Allah is the cause of all causes. So now why are you going to think about a human being? You need to have what you call istighna'anillah. That means to be... Huh? Anybody can help me with this explanation? Istighna'anillah. That means to be independent from the people. And the only dependent on Allah. And this is the most important thing to really make you feel good, feel that you don't need the people. These people is a human being like you, is a place like you. They themselves they need. Why I'm going to think about the people? Why I need the people? I need Allah. I need Allah. And Allah is to me. If you really get to understand this, this tawheed, that means put all your trust in Allah. Let Allah be sufficient and sufficient to you. Just get to understand that Allah is the giver. Allah is the much. And Allah is the mani'ah. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is the one who will hold. As the Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, Allahumma la mani'ah lima aqayt. Wa la mu'atiyah lima mana'ah. Wa la infa'adha jadd min tajad. This is the real tawheed. Oh Allah, no one can give to what you withhold. And no one can withhold whatever you give, and no mighty can help with your mighty. But as long as we don't have the proper tawheed, and we're still thinking about the boss, and the manager, and so and so, you can give me, you could not give me, all what I'm worried about the human being. I'm not worried about Allah. So this is the reason, this is the problem with the human being. They did not get to know Allah. They didn't know Allah, neither they got to know the, the real estimate of Allah. Because if you get to know who is Allah, and you get the proper estimation of Allah, now you don't have to think about the human being anymore. You don't have to be worried, oh my father said I could not marry him. So what? Why worry about your father? Do you really trust in Allah? Can you get up at night and call in Allah? Oh my father said I could not do this. 
Oh, my mother said, my husband said, my wife said, my brother said, the boss said, the manager said, everybody saying something. But when you're going to think about what Allah saying, when you put it, everybody saying first, and what Allah said, you put it the last thing, now you're getting lost. You don't know what you can do. You're going like in a circle. But if you go direct and know that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is the king, and when you know that he's the king, that you know that in his hand everything is there. So you need to go to appeal to Allah, to submit yourself to Allah, to show your weakness to Allah, and now you can get it. You don't have to worry about the people, you see. But because we don't have the proper tawheed, we don't have the proper understanding about Allah, we don't know the attributes of Allah, we do not believe in the attributes of Allah as we're supposed to believe, therefore we always worry about Him. This is the most element, the most important element of elevating your soul, purify your soul. You need to purify your soul to cleanse yourself from the shirk. Because you're still thinking about the wali, the beer, the maulana, the sheikh, the manager, the boss, the husband, the wife, the degree, the dollar. You worry about everything. But if you make your main worry in Allah and make all your worries to be one worry, now this is the fact. You see? So believe it in Allah. And staying away from this shirk, thinking about other people. Because the shirk is zulm, and zulumat, darkness. And if you are in darkness, you could not see. If you believe in other people besides Allah, they have something to do in your life. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala made reason. But Allah is the one who had the effect over the reason. Okay? As Allah says that in the Qulub al-Ibad, Rasulullah says that Qulub al-Ibad by the Usba'ini min Asabi al-Rahman, yukallibuha kaysa yasha'in. That the heart of a human being, all of them, between two fingers of Allah's fingers, like one heart, he changes whatever way he wants. So why I have to be worried about the people, why I don't put my trust in Allah and concentrate on Allah, call it in Allah, and Allah can change the heart of the people. My boss, my manager, my husband, my wife, my whatever it is, Allah can change their heart. But we did not put our trust enough in Allah. As Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam says, Sallallahu alayhi wa sallam says, I swear by Allah, if you trust Allah, the real trust, you see, because there is shaky trust and real trust. So whenever we shake it in our faith, we are not getting anything. But when we have the real trust, now. The Prophet I swear by Allah, if you have the real trust in Allah, He will provide for you like He provides for us, for birds. The birds live in the morning with the empty stomach. They come back home to their nest with full days. Why? Does they know where is the job? They have the... A house or a warehouse, they go and no, they don't talk. Birds, they don't, they don't even have a degree, they don't have a master's degree, nothing. They didn't go to college. But they have one thing that most of us lost it or did not got it. They have to work in Allah. So, in the morning, they don't know where they're going. All what they do, they fly. And they go 
somebody is standing eating a grub something. But Allah make a risk for this bear coming in the morning to eat what he grab. And this thing gets, this ant or this roach and this thing gets dead and, and this is chicken and whatever, everything happening. It's not happening by itself. Allah plans everything. Allah makes a plan for everything. And this bear to come in the morning doesn't know where, which way to go. All what he says, Bismillah, I understand, and they go, as Allah says, that everything glorifies the name of Allah. But you don't know the glorification. That nothing except to glorify the name of Allah. They have trust in Allah. So in the morning, they leave their neck. Which way? They don't know yet. But they, they go. They trust in Allah. And they go, they fly, Allah make a way for them. They eat, they fill their belly, they come back to their babies and feed them. But we count on the degree. We count on the machine. We count on our muscles, we count in everything, and the last thing we count in what? Maybe we count on Allah, the last thing. Oh brother, don't worry, I have it, I have it. What you talking about, you have it? What you talking about, happened? Allah knows best if you be able to get up from your bed in the morning or no. You don't know. Okay? So the iman, the belief in Allah, and the unity of Allah, and the asma and the attributes of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, is what is going to make the uplifting for your soul. A Muslim who believes that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is a sameer and al basir that believes that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala all hearing, he's a seer, he's going to watch and be careful for what he says and what he do, because he knows that Allah sees him wherever he is and he hears everything he's saying. So now he's not going to be backbiting, he's not going to be slander, he's not going to be lying, because he knows that Allah what? He is him. So believing in Allah and His attributes, this what is going to make a soul purification. This was going to cleanse your illness and your sickness and take all the dirt and all the dirt out of your heart. Because you believe in Allah. Not only Allah exists and this is. But do you know that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is a tamir? And what does it mean that Allah is a tamir? That Allah all hearing. If you know that Allah all hearing, that you're going to hear your lie, are you going to continue lying? You see? So, what is going to make you check your teeth and watch for yourself except the belief in Allah? See, this is the most important thing. Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam says to Abdullah ibn Abbas, Ya Ghulam, inni u'alimuka kalimat, ihfadillah ihfad, ihfadillah tijidu tijahak, iza sa'alta fat'alillah, wa iza sa'alta fat'alillah. Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said to Abdullah ibn Abbas, O oh young man, let me teach you some words that Allah will help you with it. Guard Allah's limit. Allah will protect you. Guard Allah's limit. Do the right thing and stay away from the bad thing. Allah will be there for you. If you ask, ask Allah. And if you seek help, seek help in Allah. And be aware. If the Ummah will get together, if you were something, they could not benefit you with something except something Allah has decreed for you. And if you get together to harm you with something, they could not harm you with something, Ahmed, except something that Allah has decreed against you. The pen will lift it and the ink will dry. You see, it's the belief. Is the belief in Allah 
and the attributes of Allah, trusting in Allah, know about the quality of Allah, and putting these things in action, this is what is going to have the tear for our soul. This is what is going to strengthen our Iman. This is what is going to make a better Muslim out of us. This is what is going to make us closer to Allah. What was the supreme art of the Prophet The Islam, they all. They tell me about the Iman. This is the Iman of the Prophet Muhammad. What is the Ihsan? This is the Prophet Muhammad. This is the Prophet Muhammad. What is Ihsan? He said that you worship Allah as if you see Him. If you don't have the strength of Iman, be aware that Allah He looks at you. He sees you. It's a matter of a belief, my brothers and sisters. We don't have to invent a new way so we can provide our soul that we can, can cleanse ourselves and we get ourselves closer to Allah. It's there, it's a deed. And this is the most important thing is purification of the soul to provide your soul for the shirk. What Allah says, Indeed, the disbelievers are what? Say it. Not scared to say it. It is the Quran. Innamal mushrikuna najat. Indeed, the non-believers are impure. First, something ditch. What does it mean? If I shake my head with the captain, does it mean I have to go make wudu again? Sometimes even the, 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 the wearing nice clothes, suits, ties, everything, and, and they have perfume. It's not safe. The inside. Because he has shirk. He has somebody as son of God. Or he has three in one. Or one in three. Or have all the things. So this is the impurity. Impurity of the soul. The prince is that inside the heart. So when the Muslim, they have their trust in somebody else, or believing in this and believing in that, not all their trust and all their belief in Allah, they have a serious problem. You need to take this shirk out of your heart. You need only to call in Allah. You need only to trust in Allah. And 15 times at least, every day we said what? إِيَّاكَ نَعْبُدْ وَإِيَّاكَ نَسْتَعِينَ He will worship. The only one we ask him for guidance is the. But we, do we really mean what we're saying? You see, this is the problem. Now we need to start to think about what we're saying, and we we'll try to understand what does it mean to believe in Allah and Allah alone. Not that Allah exists and this is the mushrikun, they believe that Allah exists. The kuffar, the Prophet Muhammad sallallahu came with, to them, they knew that Allah exists. Do you know that Allah is the creator of the heaven and the earth? Do you know this? So why did the Prophet came to them? He didn't come to tell them that Allah exists, but he came to tell them, La ilaha illallah. No deity worthy of worship except Allah. That means don't fear anyone to the utmost of fear except Allah. And don't love anyone. To the office of your love, except Allah. And don't devote yourself to anything completely, except Allah. And don't obey anybody with its soul in full obedience, except Allah. This is the meaning of la ilaha illallah. 
don't take other deities besides Allah. Otherwise, they know that Allah exists. It's not a matter of exists. But who's the one you go to call in Him? And Him only alone. Who's the one that you go to give your absolutely love? This is what it is. You see? So the Iman and the Tawheed is the only and the most important element of purification of the soul. Otherwise, if we believe in Allah and we still go to the grave, oh, Mawlana, so and so, touching grave, kissing you understand doom, and kissing you understand uh, grave, and, and, and taken here, and so all kind of things that believe in is a rock going to help you, or a dead person going to help you, or a tree going to help you, or something that you are hanging around your neck is going to protect you. You don't know what La ilaha illallah means yet. Therefore, you're never going to profile your soul. Now always your soul going to stay in the darkness. And now you're going to always have a problem, problem reaching Allah. Why? Because you still have shirk. You still believe in Allah and somebody else. You pray up and down to Allah. But when it comes about calling and trusting, Oh, Sheikh so and so, oh, Maulana so and so, oh, Saint so and so, oh, CDC so and so. You go, people go crying there by the grave. By dead people. Dead people, they already did. And they go and ask them, Why don't ask Allah? Allah is al-Hayy. Allah is the living one who never dies. We need to know what is Iman, not only talk Iman. We need to trust in Allah and only call in Allah and only give all our love and all our form of ibadah and all our obedience to Allah and know that Allah is the only one who can legislate how to live and how to do things. Only Allah and this is what is going to make purification for your soul and going to remove all the spirits that inside the heart as Allah said إِنَّمَا الْمُشْرِكُونَ نَجَدْ Indeed the mushrikun, those who associate part inside Allah are what? Impure. Those who want purification for their heart, purification for their soul, they need to take all shirk, all God, all deities worship beside Allah. person will have purification of the soul by following the footsteps of the Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. If you have your love to the Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, if the Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam the only leader and the only imam and the only example and the only one that you imitate him. This is the only way that you want to purify your soul and clean your heart. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala telling us in Surah Al Imran, Surah number 3, verse 1, 164. وَإِنْ كَانُوا مِنْ قَبْلَ فِي ضَلَالِ مُبِينَ He is the one who had bestowed his favor, that Allah has bestowed his favor, okay, on the believers by sending a messenger among them to recite the verses of Allah and to provide them and to teach them the book and the wisdom. 
and before this he used to be in manifest error. Okay? So the purpose of the coming of the Prophet ﷺ is to provide us to make this clear for our soul. Allah is saying in Quran, لَقَدْ كَانَ لَكُمْ فِي رَسُولِ اللَّهِ أُسْوَةٌ حَسَنًا Indeed, he has the best example on the, in the Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. To those who hope in Allah and the meeting of Allah in the day of judgment. Surah Al-Ahzab, I think it's 33, verse number 21. Is this correct, 33? Verse number 21. Okay? That Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is telling us, indeed, you have the best example. Listen. The best example in who? Sheikh so and so. Tariqa so and so. Mawlana so and so. Beer so and so. Okay? Forget about all this. Allah says the best example in who? On the Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa For those who really believe in Allah and those who hope to meet with Allah in the day of judgment. If you believe in Allah, you believe in the day of judgment, let the Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi be your Imam and take his way to be your tariqah. Let the sunnah of the Prophet ﷺ be your tariqah if you want to have a tariqah. There is only one tariqah called al-sirat al-mustaqim. Allah made a challenge in Quran for those people who claim that they love Allah or they love the Prophet Muhammad Those people who claim that they love this deen and love Allah. Allah said to them, قُلْ إِنْ كُنْتُمْ تُحِبُّونَ اللَّهِ فَاتَّبِعُونِ يُحْبِبْكُمُ اللَّهِ Surah Al-Imran, verse number 31, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said, قُلْ إِنْ كُنْتُمْ تُحِبُّونَ اللَّهِ فَاتَّبِعُونِ يُحْبِبْكُمُ اللَّهِ وَيَغْفِرْ لَكُمْ ذُنُوبَكُمْ Say, if you really love Allah, follow me. You see, it's very simple. One plus one equals two. If you love Allah, do what? Follow the Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi Follow him in everything. In his saying, in his action, in his appearance, the inward, in his lifestyle, in everything. If you claim to love Allah, follow the Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi Don't give it yet. Don't follow another sheikh or another imam or another tariq. Do you love Allah? Are you about this deen? Are you committed? Follow the Prophet Muhammad Otherwise, you are a fake Muslim. Let me put it this way. You only talk in Islam. You are not about it. You want to prove it? Follow the Prophet Muhammad And if you do this, Allah will forgive for you your sins. Allah will love you and forgive for you your sins. You see? He said, if you follow the Prophet Muhammad he will do what? Allah will love thee and forgive thee for your sins. So if the Imam of the Tariqah, he's doing something different from the Prophet Muhammad and he's still following him, how are you going to be accepted by Allah? How are you going to be loved by Allah? How are you going to be even forgiven? And he's still standing and talking about being in Tariqah? What Tariqah are you talking about? The Tariqah of the Shaitan. The Tariqah of the Shaitan, nothing else. Because this was the job of the Prophet Muhammad Sallallahu to bring to us the correct tariqah to Allah. <coughs> After this, there is no other tariqah. There is no other way for elevation. There is no other way for purification. 
is to follow the footsteps of the Prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam. This is the tasiyah and this is the purification to follow the Prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam in his way of life. Look to him. Allah has forgiven him and Allah has promised him paradise, but he's still doing what? Standing in prayer during the night until his foot sallallahu alaihi wasallam or his feet swore off. Just the dedication and how being grateful. Say, oh Prophet of Allah, why you do this? Allah has forgiven you already. He said, أَفَلَا أَكُونَ عَبْدًا شَكُورًا Should I show how to be grateful to Allah? Should I be a grateful slave to Allah? Because Allah forgave me does not mean go to sleep. But because Allah forgave me already and promised me paradise, I should show goodness of myself. So, those people who want the tariqah, they want purification and to see of the soul, who are even to get up and make the hajjid like the Prophet. Eh? Only get a day and learn victories from here to the door and keep, 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 Why don't get up at 2 o'clock? Why don't you make, you understand, get up and make the hardship? Huh? No, it has to be some, something different. This is the only way you're going to be known. Be different, you'll be known. So this is what it is. Okay? Look to Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. How he's so kind and so patient with his wife, even with his servant. Anas, may Allah be pleased with him. He said, Khadam to Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, Ashra Saleem. I was the servant of the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam for 10 years. He never admonished me. This is the way of the fear. Teaching yourself how to suffer, even with your own servant. This is the fear. How to control it. Oh, the man came to the Prophet and said, Oh, Prophet of Allah, give me advice. He said, Don't get angry. He said, Give me advice. He said, Don't get angry. Then give me more advice. You don't get angry. This is what it is. How to control your anger. How to take it easy and calm down. This is the discipline for yourself. Here's the Prophet. This man giving report. He said that I served the Prophet for 10 years. He never admonished me about something wrong that I did. What does he want? This is the way of the Prophet. Look, huh? the Prophet was the believer. The Prophet sallallahu this man even coming inside the mosque. A Bedouin man. Coming inside the mosque and he urinated in the mosque. If somebody goes in the mosque today by mistake and he stays with, with his shoes, you kafir, you son, so what are you doing now? This man came inside the mosque of the Prophet sallallahu and he beat him. He urinated. And everybody said, hey, Leave him, leave him. You see, this is the passion, how to control your soul, control your emotion, your anger. After the man finish, can you guys go get a bucket of water, pour it in this urine, and this is the way, this is the purification for the land. And this man, come on, let's this, this talk, okay? You see, this is a mask, this is a worship, this is a place not for it. To use a man and that was this You see? This is the mannerism of the Prophet How to be kind, how to control your anger, how to be patient, how to be nice, how to be... We, don't, we have the example of the Prophet you want, to, you want purification for your soul? Here. Follow the footsteps of the Prophet See how the Prophet looks. Even the man comes and holds the Prophet 
by his shame, asking him to give him a sadaqah, charity. Hey guys, get him, bodyguard, take him, put him in jail. You see? So we need to follow the Prophet Muhammad in his action as a husband, as a leader, as an imam, as a teacher, and see how he dealt with the community in large, and we, how we practice, how he dealt, we understand with the wife, how we dealt with the children, how we dealt with everybody, with the neighbors, how we dealt even with the enemy. And how the Prophet sallallahu as a husband, and how the Prophet sallallahu as a slave of Allah, making salah, praying, making zikr, making dua, calling Allah. The Prophet ﷺ did everything. He was a husband, he was a father, he was a teacher, he was an imam. He displayed by his lifestyle all evidence that we need in our life. So it's a matter of study it and implement it. And you're going to be proud that I'm trying to follow the footsteps of the Prophet ﷺ. Today some people they wearing a pants and dragging okay in the down or falling from their get back because they try to imitate so-and-so or put in a cap this way to be like the basketball player so-and-so. We supposed to have the honor and be happy, proud that we try to imitate the Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. They were people imitating all this kafirun and this. No, we have to have the honor and the, 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 that we be happy that we try to imitate the Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam because he's our example. He's our Imam. He is the leader. And there is no other tariqah except the tariqah of the Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam was not a Sufi. Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam was not Naqshabandi. Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam was not Ismaili. Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam was not anything except to be Abdullah and the Messenger of Allah. He was a Muslim in his age. He was a Muslim in his age. The Prophet did not give a word to Abu Huraira. Abu Huraira, he said this 10,000 times. He didn't give you, understand, a long Zikri beat from here to downtown area with Zikri beat to Abu Darda and say Abu Darda, you go and say, The Prophet didn't leave anything alone except he brought us. We don't need to sit down, take a chair, go sit in a dark room and imagine how we going to make self-purification. How we going with turn some light and sit down and now the sheikh will take a nap <laughs> and after it's not, now I saw in my dream that I'm going to do so and so and this is the way how to provide. What kind of nonsense is this? Allah is saying in Quran, Al Yama Abnaltulakum Deenakum. Fourteen hundred years ago Allah revealed, today I completed the deed. Now you're waiting for somebody to go snoring and after this to wake up and say, I saw in my dream, you understand, that you do so and so, and this is the way you get closer to Allah. It's a trash. This is not deen. This is nothing but bid'ah. This is nothing but innovation. And all innovation leads to hellfire. Because misguided. The bid'ah from the Prophet, your way is nothing but the way to hellfire. Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa Draw a line. خط خطا مستقيما ثم خط على جانب خطوطا وقال وتلاقى الله تبارك وتعالى وأن هذا صراط مستقيما فاتبعوه ولا تتبعوا السبل فتفرق بكم عن سبيل the for the companion show 
and say this is the way of Allah. See, this is the tariqa of Allah. One way, straight. This tariqa Allah. And on the side, he draw other lines. One like this, one just take this, okay? And sit on each one of these roads, there's a shaitan. Call it. Come, come this way, come this way. And he said, indeed, this my straight is best, straight. Follow it, and don't follow other roads. Don't. Allah saying, don't. If we're really Muslims, we're going to listen to Allah. Not to listen to the tariqahs. Allah said, don't follow other ways. If the sheikh teach you something from Quran and Hadith, we honor it, we take it in here. We want it over our head, we pray. But if he giving you zikr or word or tariqah, it's not in Quran, it's not in Hadith. How you hear it take somebody giving you a poison? Because this was the ingredient. The ingredient, Allah says, Prophet says. Something different is nothing except poison. Somebody said, brother, he tried to tell me that, Subhanallah, or La ilaha illallah, or Allah, 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 something wrong? Okay, listen to You talking about logic? Okay. What about to say Allahu Akbar? Instead of saying Subhana Rabbi Al-Azim, I'm going to say A'udhu Billahi Minash Shaitan Ar-Rajim Kul Huwa Allahu Ahad Allahu Samad Can I do this? Why not? What's wrong with Quran, brother? It's Quran! You see? Yeah, it is Quran, but this was the place for Quran. This is the place for what? Subhana Rabbi Al-Azim. So don't mix things together. The Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam made for everything the place and time. So don't mix it except with authority from the Prophet Muhammad Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. Here he says Subhana Rabbi Al-Azim and here he says Subhana Rabbi Al-A'la. And here he says Fatiha. And here he says Tashahud. You see? So some people come and play these games and here say, Brother, what's wrong with Zikr? Who says something wrong with Zikr? So why are you people saying that? I say, yes. Did the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam teach it with it? From worry about it. Same thing you're telling me, I tell you what's wrong with the Quran, you say nothing wrong. But I say, okay, in my salah, in the Ruku, I'm going to say, call who Allah, I have to say, Rabbi Al-Azim. This is a way of people playing games with you. Try to take you away from a strat and stuff. So self-purification and self-care. And uplift in your iman, it's ruined following the footsteps of the Prophet Muhammad Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. Number three, and inshallah the last point because time is getting little bit close and it seems like it's getting a little bit warm here, is join the obligation from Salah, fasting, the Hajj, all the things. All the form of Ibadah is for Tazkiyah, for profile your soul. As example, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala Sayyidu Aqam al-Salata inna al-Salata tanha anil fahshai wal munkar. That is the prayer. Indeed, the prayer helps you to divert you from the evil and the sin. Because the person, you understand, every time he comes and makes Salah, remember Allah and remember the day of the judgment, and he thinks, and all the things will help you to keep you from the haram. Because it keeps reminding you, always they say, Maliki Yawmiddin, and you remember the day of the judgment. So establish this ibadah, the salah, 
it's established reminder in your mind that there is Allah, there is the Day of the Judgment, and all these things. As Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam says, أَرَأَيْتُمْ لَوْ أَنَّ نَهْرًا جَارٍ بِبَابِ أَحَدِكُمْ يَخْتَسِلُ فِيهِ فِي كُلْ يَوْمْ خَمْسَ مَرَّاتِ This is the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam gives an example. Imagine if you have a lake or a river running in front of your house. And you take yourself in this river five times every day. Taking a bath every day, five times. Would you think the person who is taking a shower five times a day has any dirt in his body after this? No way. This is no Prophet of Allah. They did exactly the example of the five time prayer. Allah cleans your sin with it. So the salah is for cleaning, for purification. It cleans our sin. If I look at something haram, if I listen to something haram, if I say something haram, it comes to salah and it cleans us to purify us and gets us clean again, clean again. Like you take the towel, you understand, you put it in the washing machine, it comes to clean again. You use it and after this you put it again, wash it and bring it out again, okay? So this purification, okay? So the salah is for purification also. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is saying about the kafir min amwalihim sadaqa, to tahirhum wa bizakihim biha. Take from their property, from their wealth, sadaqa, charity. Why? To make the kia, purification for them, okay? And to elevate them. Because, you know, the, as Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam says that a human being, if he has a valley for his gold, he will wish for two. If he has two valley for his gold, he will wish for the third. A human being never satisfied, always wants more and more and more. So Islam doesn't want you to get so attached to this money, and this money became your God. So he's teaching you that you have to take out of this money and give it to charity. You see? So when you do this, it makes you think about Allah, think about the Day of the Judgment, and your attachment, not to the money, but your attachment. There is something else. There is something called reward, and blessing, and the Day of the Judgment. Okay? And take all this out of your heart, the selfishness and the greed and the love for the money and the start also loving and thinking about the other Muslims because there is poor people, needy, orphan, all these things, okay? So Islam legislates the institution of the past for purification, for self-purification and elevation for our soul. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala also talking about siyam. كُتِبَ عَلَيْكُمُ السِّيَامَ كَمَا كُتِبَ عَلَى الَّذِينَ مِنْ قَبْلِكُمْ لَعَلَّكُمْ تَتَّقُونَ The fasting been ordained to you has been ordained for just before you that you may learn self-conscious. Okay? So, person can go in any place and eat and drink. If you break the person, no. But now, this will teach you know that Allah is watching you. And you get hungry, you get hungry, but you did not go break your fast because you know that Allah will reward you. All these things is what? Self-elevation, okay? And you can go about the whole thing, you understand about Hajj and about Sadaqah, charity, everything. And it's not only the action of uh, Salah and Siyam and fasting, but also the Akhlaq, the manner, the discipline, the behavior, assisting one another, helping one another. Care for one another, love one another. All these things for to make you to be a person not only thinking about yourself, only my soul, only myself, but you be a person who thinking about others. And Rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam talking about good manner, good behavior. In the mu'min, la yudrik bi khuluq darajat al-sa'im al-qa'im. Indeed, the Muslim, through good conduct, good behavior, good words, 
he will get the reward of a person who makes Qiyam, making Qiyam at the night. Then I think, the optional, okay, doing Sunnah and doing Nafila and doing more than the obligatory things, this also brings you closer to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. As Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam saying, which in the hadith of the Qudsi, وَلَا يَزَالُ عَبْدِ يَتَقَرَّبُ إِلَيَّ بِالنَّوَافِلِ حَتَّى أُحِبَّهِ فَإِذَا أَحْبَبْتُهُ كُنْتُ سَمْعَهُ الَّذِي يَسْمَعُ بِهِ وَبَصَرُ اللَّهُ الَّذِي يُبْتُرُ بِهِ وَيَدَهُ الَّذِي يُبْتُشُ بِهَا So, that nothing will bring you closer to Allah better than doing what? The obligatory things like salat, the fire from prayer, fasting Ramadan, making hajj, umrah. This is the best way to bring you closer to Allah. Brother today, we're still going to go to the other masjid? Uh, okay. You think you're still waiting? Okay. So we have to close. We have only 45 minutes left. I mean 45. No, don't worry. Cut short. Oh, okay. We cut short. So anyway, the best way to get closer to Allah is fulfilling the obligation. Give your zakah, make your five on prayer, fast Ramadan, do this. And if you want to get more closer to Allah, do more optional, do more sunnah, give more taqawwa. And the more that you do, the more that you get closer to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Even Islam is saying about the adab, the manner. قُلْ لِلْمُؤْمِنِينَ غُدُّ مِنْ أَبْطَارِهِمْ وَيَحْفَظُ فُرُوجَهُمْ ذَلِكَ أَزْكَى لَهُمْ Okay? First is the believers to load their gazes. The believers male to load their gazes and to protect their private parts. This is means of purification for them. Okay? Not to be looking to all the women and the women looking to the men and socializing, standing, laughing, jiggling, all these things. This is not purification. This kind of society is sick. It has shame. They already been corrupted and they act like a kafirun. Kafirun stand up and talk and laugh together. But we Muslims, male and female, we did not stand and face each other eye to eye and laughing and shaking hands and laughing. But no, we could not do this. Allah says the believer women and the believing women. They do what? They look their gaze. They don't look to each other face to face like this. Okay? And Allah says that when you do this, this is what is good for you. It's purification for your eyes, purification for your heart, purification for your soul. And you can keep going, going, going until you more and more that I know you get tired maybe more than me of listening. But one last thing I want to tell you, my brother, okay? The plant, the soul is like a plant, like a tree. And the tree is not only by giving it, it's by also removing What I mean by this? The tree gets stronger by giving the air and giving the water and giving all the things. But you need to do something else of what? Remove all these other things that grow beside the tree because if you don't remove it, it will start to eat, okay, with the tree. So all this, what you call the grass and other uh, things that grow, that is not the main issue. Like the farmers go always to the field and clean the field, take the, the things that is not supposed to be there but is growing there. It's the same thing. It's not enough to do the ibadah to do Qur'an, to do zikr, to do fasting, but you need also to remove all these other things. Because there is a lot of desire, a lot of shahawat, a lot of deviation, a lot of wrong ideas, a lot of tariqah. So you need to remove all the things away from your soul, while you feeding your soul with the right thing, and this will be the only way for purification and 
poor, tazkiyah, for your nafs, inshallah, and I pray that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, that He helps all of us to purify and cleanse our soul, and to have the proper tazkiyah, inshallah, and I hope that you got something out of this lecture, I know you're tired, but I'll get you again tomorrow, inshallah. Anybody planning to come tomorrow? Two, three, four, five people. Okay, six now. Twenty. Twenty-five. Alhamdulillah, we meet together, all of us. Yes, Go ahead. If Sufism is wrong, then why great ulama like Imam Nawawi, Abdul Qadr al-Jilani, and Ibn Hajar were Sufi? Because they are a human being. Because you all, all of them are human beings, they are not masoom. The only one masoom doesn't make mistakes is a prophet. And you don't take the action of the people as evidence. You don't take the action of a human being evidence against Islam. You take the Islam evidence against the people. So if Imam Shilani or Imam whatever you want to call him, he was a Sufi, this is his problem. This is not the Islam problem. You tell me that Abu Bakr Siddiq was, was a Sufi? You tell me that the Prophet ﷺ was a Sufi? What's wrong with following the way of the Prophet? Which one is better? The Prophet or the Shilani? The Prophet or the Nawawi? The Prophet or the Taymi? Which one? What's wrong? How we judge the thing? Allah saying in Quran, Allah saying, indeed you have the best example in who? Is the Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alaihi is the only example for us. فَقَدْ كَانَ لَكُمْ فِي رَسُولِ اللَّهِ أُسْوَةٌ حَكَمٌ you do the same as wrong as the Sheikh says all of the Quran and the Yes any Sheikh, any Sheikh gives you something from Quran and Hadith, we respect him, we respect what he's saying, but if he gave us something, not Quran and Hadith, this is his personal opinion, we could not say, I have to do it. Many, many, many things for purification of the soul, but you see, because the limit of the time, and I know that the people tire, a lot of things, all that we need, I'm only reminding the people, go follow the footsteps of the Pakkakalim, the Pakkur, the Quran says, those who reflect on the creation of the heaven and the earth, the Pakkakalim advised us to go to visit the grave, okay, because it reminds us about the hereafter. Yes, there is many things, and as long as these things come from Quran and Hadith, yes, zikr, Okay, say subhanallah wa hamdi, subhanallah azim, subhanallah wa alhamdulillah wa la ilaha illallah, reciting Quran, fasting, zikr, nafila, visiting the grave, giving us charity, all these things is good and all of them come from Quran and Sunnah. Jazakallah khair. Thank you. Thank you for listening and. Can a Muslim sister be a university teacher?
كان المسلم سيستر دي انفيرستي تيشر ذيس سيستر از نوت ماريد اند شي از نوت ا مادر اند شي از جوين تو بي تيشين فيميل يس شي كان از لونج از شي دونت ميك ويز مين شي دونت هاف ا فايت ويز مين شي دونت مينجل ان ذا ترانسبورتيشن ويز مين شي دونت هاف تو ترافل باي هير سيلف اند شي از جوين تو بي تيشين فيميل لايك هير And she's not neglecting her duty as a wife and as a mother. She can. Allah knows. Are the people who follow Sufi Tariqah considered like Muslims? It depends. It depends. Some of the Sufi they consider kafir, and some of the Sufi consider innovator. So it depends what kind of their their deviation. If it's in belief, if it's in practice, if it's whatever it is, okay. But some people who believe in one that is wujud, as example, okay, that God and the creation are one, okay. There is no different. Whatever you see is God and all this kind of. So this is this is will be a kufr as example. Somebody who making believe that Simba making understand is different. Different. This is not going to make him a kafir, but make him <coughs> innovator. So we could not make a general statement about. Sufism, okay? It depends what is the person believe and what is text. Would you classify suicide bombs as suicide or jihad? It depends. <laughs> Is a sutra five? Please explain the deception coming. In my understanding, the sutra is a card, and Rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam said, "If Allah allows you to take it, like a sutra, or what he said, the meaning is that when you pray, you take a sutra in front of you." Yes, because Rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam ordered to have the sutra while you making salah. Nowadays, everyone is reading out in restaurants, saying it is Ahlul Kitab. But in the Quran, it states in Surah Al-Maidah, "Turn you for slaughtering." Also, Allah means you must be pronounced before slaughtering. So, can we really just walk into McDonald's and eat a Big Mac? Inshallah, next time when I come, we talk about it. This is a need a long topic. If you have opportunity from McDonald's, go to it. If you don't have, if you don't have to, try to avoid it. If you want there. I'm not going to eat with you, but I'm not going to tell you that you're doing something haram. But I advise you don't eat hamburger. I mean uh, beef burger. If you take uh, chicken, things like this will be okay because the beef is a ground beef that they they put it in the same machine like uh, the ground other stuff. But uh, about the steak and the chicken and all the things, in my personal understanding. Uh, yes, you can eat it because it's uh, the biha of Ahl al-Kitab. Even if they did not say Bismillah before they kill it. ما حكم أن اعتقد أن الله له وجه أو يد نحن نعمل لوجه الله أي في سبيل الله. The person, what is the condition, or what he say about a person who believes that Allah has a face or a hand? We do things for the sake of Allah. 
Okay. Uh, we believe in whatever comes in Quran. And if a person denies what's in the Quran, he can lead him to kufr. And Allah said in Quran that Allah has a face, and Allah said in the Quran that He has a hand. We believe in Allah's hand, we believe in Allah's face, we believe in Allah's hearing, we believe in Allah's sight, without saying like ours, and without denying it, without changing another meaning. Like some people say the hand of Allah is the power, and the face of Allah means the pleasure of Allah. This is wrong. And some people they say the face of Allah like my face, this is wrong. And some people they say Allah has no face, this is wrong. The right thing to confirm what Allah said in his book, was the Prophet said in Quran. And Allah admonished Iblis, he said, Iblis, why did you, why you didn't prostrate to the ones that I created with my own hand? So if Allah say, I have a hand, who you are to tell Allah you don't have a hand? So believe in Allah's hand, in the hand that fits His majesty, Allah knows it. How is it? What it look like? Allah knows it. Can a woman visit the grave frequently? Can a woman visit the grave if it is not done frequently and she does not wail or cry, but in order to remember that? Yes, she can. And the Nahi or the Prophet forbid her to keep going almost like understand frequently or every occasion. And Rasulullah he uh, recommended for us to visit the grave because it reminds us about the hereafter and this applies to men and women. As long as she's not doing something haram there by wheeling, wheeling or by uh, going in, not in the proper hijar, she's going for maw'ibah and reminder about this, yes, this is good for her. Last question. Some brothers prefer to put politics far away from Islam in this way. No. You could not put salah, separate salah from Islam, you could not separate business from Islam, you could not separate politics from Islam, you could not separate anything from Islam that Islam has talked about. So whatever Allah talks about in his book and his Prophet in his authentic sunnah, we talk about it, we teach it to the people. To who? To beggar? To a To a bomb? Uh, I will advise you instead of giving him money, go to McDonald's, buy him a sandwich and give it to him. If he's handy. Because he may take the money, buy liquor with it, buy alcohol, buy cigarettes, okay? So if you're concerned about helping him, go buy him a sandwich and give it to him. McDonald's. Go buy him pizza. Chicken. Thank you. Uh, tomorrow the session is at Majid Salam on, on the corner of Taylor and Ontario. It will start at 11.30 inshallah. The topic is last hiding to the stranger. In conclusion, we ask Allah that He brings you benefit through this lecture. For more information, you may contact us through the following address. The Islamic Propagation Office, Rabwa. P.O. Box 29465 Riyal 11457 Saudi Arabia Phone 445-4900
Also, 491-6065. Fax, 497-0126. If you would like to listen to more beneficial lectures, feel free to visit our website at www.islamhouse.com. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.